Welcome back, everybody. You already know what it is. This is Soundcheck PGH. I'm Jack Doherty. Thank you for tuning in. We are the podcast you go to when you want to hear what music's going on in Pittsburgh. And let me tell you, there's some good stuff there. I recently had the pleasure of sitting down with Mags Romero. Mags is an indie rocker. She is a trip hopper. She is all kinds of things. She also has been changing her name a little bit. When we sat down, she was going under Prince X, but has recently made the decision to switch back to Just Fern, which is a name she used previously. So uh, we had a great conversation. We touched on a little bit of everything. We touched on the Pittsburgh music scene. We touched on society as a whole. We kind of went all over the place, and I, for one, I loved it. Uh, she also is giving us a brand new song. You heard it here first. It's a Soundcheck PGH exclusive, another one. It's called Doug Funny, and you can hear it in this episode. Stay tuned for that. This is the first new Just Fern song that has come out in years. Years. Let's get to it. And when you do, you give yourself away. Baby, don't you know what happens next? Hey, baby, don't how much of you is left. And how much are you a day entitled to? I guess you can't accept the fear. In All right, Soundcheck PGH. We are here with Mags Romero. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. So... For the people who may not be familiar with you or your work, give me a little background. Give me like, give me your story. Um, a couple years ago, I came out with a project um, called Just Fern. It was a mix right. of punk, very, very uh, outstandingly gay surf and punk music. <laughs> Um, with a little bit of some some social media performance art mixed in. Oh, really? And some. Yeah. Well, I did this thing where. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Tell me about I, that. I I I I took Just Fern the the character, and over between 2017 and 2018, I put out three LPs, and I had this this sort of character kind of like like find and lose shape on social media as like a. Uh, a, like a performance art thing and that's pretty cool it, yeah it was a lot of fun but uh <laughs> i got it got way too exhausting to yeah. maintain and i was <laughs> like well i got i need to do something more normal <laughs> yeah it sounds like a lot of work what was the reception to it were people into it it's got it's very die hard fans it's a it's a it's a real underground sure project that i'm sort of coming off the heels of i think that's pretty cool though but you're not doing Just Fern anymore, correct? That's not the that's not the name you're operating under now. Yeah, no, I uh, I met some folks uh, probably like six months ago now, and um, I uh, I helped them build this studio up in Mount Troy. It's called Good Employee Records, and I've already produced um, one EP there or, or or one record there, right? For someone who wasn't me, and I'm I'm gonna do another record there, and you know while building all this this stuff and and making these records i made one of my own in the space and that's the cp that's coming out via good employee sweet and that is called it's called prince x nice. and it's 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 a much uh it's it's a lot less performance art based than just fern and a lot more uh just a lot more of myself gotcha kind of just uh 
peeling back the character and yeah. kind of just uh, doing your thing. Yeah, and and I, I, I chose the name Prince X because I still wanted some layer of, like, not giving your whole self away. Sure. Giving yourself the space to really be creative with without limiting, like, how people think about, like, oh, this is what Mags Romero thinks. This is what happened to them, like... I didn't want any of that, so I, I still needed something to hide behind. Gotcha. So is that so? Do you is that important to you that the space between the art and the person? I I think so. I mean, it's it's important on a personal level, just because like the internet is so scary. Yes, <laughs> I'm it is. I'm genuinely terrified of the internet. I think it's the scariest thing in the entire world. I'm right there with you. And <laughs> and. No matter no matter what you want to say about yourself and no matter how you want yourself to be perceived, everybody makes these bizarre and pointed opinions about how everybody is and everybody gets classified into to extreme good and extreme bad yes. columns and it's very quick <laughs> to judgment. It's just terrifying. It's it's like I don't want like if I'm gonna be, cause like when I put out the the weirdest thing that I found after doing Just Fern was like when I would put out music, people would listen to it, which was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, that's the weird crazy. Part. <laughs> but like then then people listen to it and then people talk sure. and like doing the Just Fern character was fun because it was like this cool performance art thing, social media. Um, but like that informs how people think of you and people thought of me one way and and i i thought it was weird how people like look at someone saying something and just come up with such strong opinions about about who they are personally and that's why i just like to keep just one little layer like i try to make anything that i've been writing lately like 25 to 50 percent personal but then just that like 50 to 75 of really really nice poetry to just like i don't want to tell you all the details right 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 i'll I'll fill in the blanks for you right (laughs) you know i don't know if that makes any sense at all no no it does it totally does um you caught me like I woke up from a nap like moments ago, so I'm still like in the dream space. Of no, this is great. This is great. We jumped right into it, and I'm like, I, I like the road we went down, um, because I'm right there with you. And I was just talking to someone about how terrifying it would be to be a pop star and to have your identif- identity. Like I believe the example we were using was Avril Lavigne. Oh, like, I love Avril. Lavigne. Of course, of course, but like. We haven't heard very much from Avril Lavigne in a while. There's a. Did you know there's a fan theory that she died and was replaced? What? No, I did not know. This. Oh well, there's a. I mean, there's a fan theory. That's about like a everything. Paul McCartney fan theory. That's yeah, like a throwback. It, yeah, but it's it's for the it's for Gen Z. Right, right. <laughs> Gen Gen Z doesn't know who who Ringo McCartney is. Gen Z's got Avril Lavigne turned into Paul McCartney. Oh God, I can't remember what her. <laughs> I can't remember the exact details. Um, one night I was on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
<laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's basically <laughs> it. She died and she was replaced by, by Avril number two. Yeah, but there's also this amazing Avril Lavigne performance that I'm a huge fan of where she did Skater Boy accompanied by 21 drummers. What? 21 drummers. They all had kits. And what's amazing about this performance, the drums are so loud. Amazing. <laughs> they are just so loud. I would have never thought. Yeah, but I don't know. She's a she's when, amazing. When what year was that? Like what era like are 20, we talking about? 2010. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to go on a no, uh, no, Avril no. tangent. No, no, that's totally interesting because these are all new Avril facts to me, which which yeah. I do I do take as uh, a cherished thing. Hashtag Avril facts. Yeah. You got it. It's cold. It's cold, cold water. That was the example we were using of mm-hmm. how, like, okay, so that's someone who had a very strong sense of a strong public persona back when she was huge. She, like, was the antithesis of, like, the pop star of the era. Um, and then you haven't heard from her. So when you think of her, you always think of her as that image. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in a way, what you're saying is, like, you're, you're giving yourself space to keep, to put various images out there and keep some of yourself without being directly tied to any one image. Is that, am I reading that correctly? Yeah, I mean, I just, I inherently, I, I believe in the impermanence of identity. Mm-hmm. And I believe in how art ties to identity. And, like, I think they're so intricately related that they're, at least for me and the stuff that I make, definitely completely in separable so yet at the same time it's a character or partially a character yeah because you have to manage it okay and and you have to like like you said give yourself the space to put yourself in there and be creative but on your own terms in in a way that you feel comfortable putting yourself out there because I don't know. At the end of the day, people are going to judge you for what they see. So you might as well make it something really good. And it definitely should have something that's deep and holy and authentic you. You're right. It's but it f- doesn't have to be totally and completely right. authentically you. Because you know? you're right. You're right. It's a fine line. It's a fine line between like, you know, because if it's not authentic, everyone's going to see right through it. Yeah. And it's not going to feel real. But um, But at the same time, like, are you the total authentic person to any one person in your life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're, you're kind of, you kind of are a different person depending on who you're with, who you're talking to. I think that's true in general. Yeah. yeah. I, so, think, I think everybody. And I mean, I said I hate the internet, but I think social media forces us all to do the same exact thing. Yes. Like, I don't know. I was, uh, I came up with the princex name just from letters on my on my fridge <laughs> that I was... It's I, a good name. I had been moving them around to different combinations and just completely out of nowhere, 
just like the gender neutral form of prince and princess. And I'm like, oh, is that somebody? Is yeah. that something? That's got to be something. Because it, it sounds wasn't. like it should be. It should. Yeah, it should be. Well, it is now. <laughs> Damn right it is. <laughs> so is that so you've done just Fern for a little bit. Now it's Prince X. Do you see that as lasting longer? Do you see it as just another phase? Do you I I feel like I feel like I've got I've given myself a good vehicle to do some stuff for a while. Sure. Because uh, you were also in, you also were uh, the Soft Girl project. Yeah, yeah. I I right. before Just Fern, I I played in Soft Girl. That was that was the first stuff I ever did. Right. In Pittsburgh music. Right. And that's how that's how I came across your stuff. Yeah, I remember you. Uh, right. Back in the yeah. old days of Soundcheck PGH, when it was myself and my good friend Peter, uh, we were we came across your stuff and we loved it, and we did the episode on you, and that's why I was so excited for today because we've never really gotten to hang, we've never really I gotten know. to sit down and talk. Um, but I remember at the time you saying like, "Okay, soft girl's over. I'm focusing on Just Fern," and then you circle back and you say, "Just Fern's over. I'm focusing on Prince yeah. X." Like that's that's cool. Thinking back to those times, like the first couple projects, did you see them as important as this one? Well, I mean, Just Fern wasn't just me. Or, or not Just Fern. Uh, soft, girl. soft Girl. Sure, sure, sure. Soft Girl. But you were an integral part of it. Yeah. Um, soft Girl was me and a couple friends. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, we all played and, and worked together. Mm -hmm. And just because of the circumstances of the band... Um, it was something that we wanted to continue, but we just weren't all on the same page creatively. Right. And and that was more like indie rock, indie yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um. We, you know, we played in basements. I, I, I've graduated to playing in like warehouses. Oh, there you go. And basements. <laughs> <laughs> Diversified. I know. Yeah, I know. My portfolio is is <laughs> off the charts right now. But no, like. I definitely feel like I'm I'm coming into my wheelhouse. Like right. I feel like I'm I'm starting to make make music that sounds like myself, I guess. That's um that's got to be an exciting feeling. Yeah, I think so. But you know, everything is everything's just art. Like at the end of the day, like I'm not going to ascribe some importance to anything. Like there are people who are diehard fans of some like lo-fi 20 minute acoustic freak folk thing i put out in 2016 and it's like you know what that's valid that's cool <laughs> like i don't know there are artists that i only like the one rarity they put out in 1999 that's valid sure yeah and you know the thing about art is like i don't know someone like me i'm just gonna keep doing it right, right. so i wouldn't ascribe too much importance to it but i would say that i i really like the stuff that's coming out and the stuff that i've got cool kind of in the in the works too well can i ask you so you say like someone like you you're just gonna keep doing it what are you doing it for <laughs> take your time <laughs> no i'm making i'm making art to make it in the same way that i'm living life to live it like okay i'm explain explain that to me though what do, what do you mean it's just it's so tied to self-expression for me that it's like, that's my language of self-expression. Sure. That's not everybody's, you know, language of self-expression, but like, I'm not, I'm not as, uh, 
great at like talking to people or opening up as I'd like to be. But like I can open up in a song. Inf- right. I can I can <laughs> I can I can I can poetically broadcast my baggage to a room full of 90 drunk people. But God forbid, you know, I ever open up to anyone. <laughs> sure. But, sure. you know, that's what it is for me. It's like it's something I'm not going to stop doing because it's so tied to who I am. I, I make it because I make it because, you know, it's just one of those things that brings me joy and brings me relief. And that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah, it's I, I want to have a. I want to have a good time while I'm spinning on this rock. <laughs> like, sure. You know. Now, has it has it always been that way? Did you always know that it was so tied to your self-expression? Or is there like a moment that you realized how connected this is? Um, It's just one of those things that I've always been writing. I would just write songs and stuff. But it wasn't until I started putting stuff out more recently that I realized that like, oh, people want to listen and having people listen and engage and be like participants, you know, that's changed the ball game for me a little bit because I don't know. It's just, it's just something that for me for like 10 years was just like, honestly like my personal diary to nobody sure and now there's people who have their opinions about it i'm like hmm. <laughs> and these are people yeah. you don't know yeah yeah <laughs> uh, they're people i don't know yeah and so are you seeing this is, is that something you saw like first happening on social media on the internet is that how you got a sense that like people are actually listening to this and and connecting with it on some level yeah i um well, with Just Fern, I mean, Just Fern was uh, was very gay uh, <laughs> in a very positive way. You've mentioned, and uh, I a lot of young people reached out to me about right. it, and like I like I said, I just played a show for these this group of people. They were Just Fern fans, and right. they reached out to me, and they were like, "We want to put on a show right. for you." And I went out there, and I just played a bunch of the the new stuff, a bunch of the old stuff, and. Like I said, there's these these real diehard people, and having them reach out to me over the past couple of years, and gradually it's been a little more and a little more. It's it's just this this strange and it's a strange feeling, but it's a positive one. Um, right. Like I can't shake the paranoia that like people are like looking at me, but it's like it's cool that like especially since my stuff is so tied to like like the negative feelings i have and like my ways of like processing like the hard things in this world it's so cool when people reach out and they're like that thing that song that you made that helped me feel better oh that's got to feel incredible yeah it does it really does so it's like no matter what like negative aspects there are at all like having that happen is just so rewarding and it's one of the reasons that I just like continue to try and just be myself and just keep making music is because there's people listening who who need that catharsis people need an outlet for their feelings so that's part of why you do it as well yeah 
to kind of to kind of uh give i don't want to say like a therapeutic like outlet but like like you said some kind of cathartic outlet to someone who may be in need of it yeah totally all right let's take a quick break to bring you a soundcheck pgh exclusive this is an unreleased brand new song from just fern this is doug fun Someone far away He was barely alive And I was smiling fake And I think immortalized my name God knows my shows They used to be for no one You see this crowd I built that now And you know that I'm just trying to have fun <laughs> Smoking roach I found in my best sheets now And I know that this is make or break it And I see something that's mine for taking I used to wonder why my world was quaking I took a look at my arm Said not one more scar I gave all my scraps to the rat and mice. I know this widow was the hardest shit I've yet to fight But my back when the label wasn't on my side It ain't enough just to tough into the afterlife Stars are matching at the door when you're done What's a broken heart when I flow with stars And I know that when you're scared that you run I've been running so long I get scared to be slow Falling apart And half the days I wish it was true Should be laughing Should be jarring my heart <laughs> I should be up I should be dancing Pull my weight And do some damage But it's all the same I'll shiver in a corner To a better DJ Or a famous corner I smoke three joints as meals And I pee post like Soylent My band small by Boyland Los Pinchies Americans But how could I ever feel safe When I get job recruiters From ice on my LinkedIn I know that I'm woozy Ain't eating a bit And I know it's a mess in here I ain't been cleaning it Bear with me, bake with me Hand me your hash pan We do it, Doug Funny Banging on a trash can just got released the mm-hmm. ep um tell me tell me about that what is what is what is that all about so prince x ep is is sort of like a uh it's sort of like a, a transitional work for me right um because i i had the opportunity to work in this studio we made i'm still i'm still finishing up a couple uh producing uh producing a couple records there 
Okay. And I wanted to, um, because I've been getting really into like pop music. Um, yeah. I've I've been a lifelong fan of pop music, but I did the, I did the like gutter surf thing for for like a little more than a year, and um, I've been really enjoying getting into pop music, like hip hop, neo soul, like like spanish r&b like vibras any uh any main influences that come to mind oh god i i think about um someone like post malone who (laughs) who doesn't get a lot of respect but god his songs are catchy um that is what they are they are catchy and then you know you look at someone like like halsey who came from tumblr is just really pouring her heart out. I love I love the people now um who are on the rise like uh oh there's this there's this Spanish artist. He just released music the other day, Alaro Negro. Uh he, it's he's from Ecuador, if I remember. I I was reading his bio earlier today. Sure. He just put out this new music and he's doing this really like he's got a very long and accomplished producing career dating back a couple decades and it's this like solemn spanish bedroom pop and like i feel like like the bedroom pop genre wave over the last couple years Mm -hmm. has definitely reached the point where it's it has like completely changed the color of mainstream pop and so has hip-hop also changed the color and sound of mainstream pop and yeah those lines are definitely getting more blurred. Oh yeah, there's just so many, so many great artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was making this this record, the the first stuff I recorded was I recorded a few rock songs. I chose two, and I made that side B, and then I made side A be um, these two songs that show more the direction that I'm going instead of the one that I came from, because also like the Pittsburgh scene. Um, and like Pittsburgh emo, who I've played a lot of like DIY shows with, sure, it has a really, really great sound to it, and I wanted to pay some tribute to that sound before I ventured off into new things. Um, but side A is this song "Terrified," which is like a like a like a Latin hip hop song, um, with like some neo soul influence and like lo-fi hip-hop production mm-hmm. and then the second one is just this like like 80s bedroom pop like yeah. like can't tell if it's 1983 or like 2013 going on in the production and i will i will <laughs> say uh terrified i love that song thank you i think it's incredible that's that's one of my favorite ones i because i totally was picking up on the hip-hop uh influence there I thought that was great. Yeah. But then you. also it was like, it sounds like if the Pixies did a hip hop song. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You gosh. know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. Um, so I thought that was great. Thank you. Um, but I didn't mean to interrupt you there. You were you oh. were going down the track list. No, I I was um I was actually just finishing up uh that's that's just how I did it. I wanted I wanted the songs that came out first just to promote it to be these ones paying tribute to the Pittsburgh sound. But then right. now that it's released, I've got these two tracks that are more indicative of the way I'm going to go. And right. I've got some stuff in the works too, that I've already, you know, added to the live 
set list nice. too. That so what's in the works? What's next? Um, I'm I'm working on some some interesting stuff. I've been writing a bunch of R and B songs, producing them like like uh, well, because one of my favorite genres is like deep house music, trance okay. music, and so I'm writing these R and B songs. And I'm producing them like 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 house music, and it's and I'm. <laughs> I I I never ever in the world thought I would do it, but I'm I'm doing like rapping a little bit too. No way, really. Well, because like I did a little spoken word. You did. Um. And then, like in the four months it took to make and put this record out, I I've written a lot of poetry too. Sure. And I was like, well, I guess I'll turn some of this poetry into into verses, but it just made more sense to like rap them because that's awesome you know it's poetry and i hope it's good i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> but you know that's how you find out though right? yeah like what's it's it's fun to not know what you're doing sometimes that's uh it's cool you feel that way because i don't think I, I think some people are terrified i'm so terrified i'm right. afraid of everything that's why that's the first song <laughs> but to, well sure <laughs> but to say that it's fun yeah. Even though you're terrified. I think that's that's uh that's a pretty cool mindset to have about it to go into yeah. it. So are you working towards an album? Is this gonna be I don't know. I don't know yet. Um or are you just I've, seeing where it goes? Yeah, I've I've got a lot of songs in the works that I'm just kinda making. And I'm not sure where it's gonna go, if it's gonna be an album or, or a mixtape or what. Um I don't even know when anything would come out. That's the Right. Right. That's the cool thing about it is it's it's one of those things that's that's very very up in the air right now and I right. like that. That's the best stage is where the best part of a project is when it could be anything. That's a real that's that's a <laughs> great know? line. It's it's I mean if you're optimistic. Sure. I guess. Would you consider yourself optimistic? I think so. Yeah. I'm I'm an optimist. Yeah. For better or for worse. <laughs> It's better before anything happens. I'm an optimist, but I'm a I'm a I'm a pragmatist. My voice is a muscle. Smoking's a chore. Cause I know what my lungs are for. I study the hustle. We make out on the floor. Cause I know what my heart is for. You seem very comfortable with the go with the flow yeah. aspect. You seem pretty comfortable to just kind of like ride the wave, see where it takes you. So with that in mind, do you have an overall goal with this? Like, is that are you? Is this something you see yourself doing for life? Is the goal to be a professional musician forever? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm even a professional musician yet. <laughs> That's fair. Do you consider yourself that? Uh no. I I I think I think enough enough people leave me mean comments on the internet that I'm a, I'm definitely a professional. <laughs> <laughs> that's the hallmark yeah no i mean that's that's the hallmark of being a professional in this day and age definitely You're right but no i mean i do what i do a lot of it a lot of it is is self-produced um a lot of it happens with the hard work of the great friends and people around me but 
like if if the offer was around to ever turn this into a more professional gig for me like i definitely wouldn't turn it down but you know you never know what'll happen that's totally true yeah i'm just here to i just want to make some really good music i love music so much and right now all i want to do is just make some stuff that can really bring people some catharsis Right. Some stuff that really people can really lean back into and just just relax, you know? Sure. Because, I don't know, people people need to relax. I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> people are so intense right now. Everybody, everyone needs to relax. And, and I want kind of, I just want to make music that can help people do that. Right. And just blow off some steam and enjoy yourself. I guess, I guess that's what's drawn me to pop music recently with the stuff I've been writing. Yeah. Um, so it'll be fun to see what I, what I come up with. I, uh, I'm, I'm like delighted. Like I said, this is the best part. Cause I don't even know yet. I'm like in my head, I'm like, wow, think of all the things that could go right. Yeah. And then like, I'm going to go home and like, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to be like, think of all the things that could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's unwritten. Yeah, it's unwritten. It Anything could happen. Um, so are you from Pittsburgh originally? Yeah, no, I've 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 lived here forever. I was born up in the woods, up in in West Deer. <laughs> I've never heard of West Deer. I'm not from Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little under uh, Butler County. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it's uh, it's it's very woodsy. <laughs> so it's just very rural. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know. Like I I I grew up just like amongst the trees like our childhood activity as a kid like we would just wander through the woods just children they would just kick us out in the morning and we would just spend all day wandering in the woods <laughs> sounds like the start of like a there was like a fairy tale yeah there was like abandoned like mine shafts and like, <laughs> and like motorcycles and like crashed cars just in the woods and we were just walking around children but as a kid that seems like that would be awesome yeah oh no it was totally awesome <laughs> do you ever do you ever long for that? Do you ever lo- like when you're here in Pittsburgh? Do you ever long to go back into the woods? Oh, I haven't stopped living in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I mean our our house right now is is next to some prime location. Oh, that's awesome. And I mean, I'm always one to get up to some trouble. So Pittsburgh's uh interesting like that. You can definitely find those spots even within the city. Oh yeah, Pittsburgh is a really unique and great place. Yeah. Do you ever think you'll leave? Probably. Yeah. I mean, I've lived here forever. <laughs> I I want to... I mean, I've traveled a lot. Sure. I've gone a lot of places over the years. And it's like, of course I want to live somewhere else for a while. But I could definitely see myself also coming back to Pittsburgh. Like, it's a right. great... It's right. just a very unique little spot, you know? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I love it here. I don't know. I don't, where I, I don't know where I stand in the... In the debate of whether or not you should leave Pittsburgh that everybody's been having on oh, Twitter that's lately. Been, yeah, that's been a pretty hot topic. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wasn't taking it there, but, uh, no, but I, I didn't even make that connection, but you're right. No, I, uh, I've i been watching that happen lately, and oh, it's, it's like, been fun. I don't know. It's like, I just don't know. <laughs> well, there's no wrong, there's no right or wrong. It's true. I, I think everybody should go where they feel at home. Yeah. And, like, if what brings you joy is finding a place where, like, your art is inspired differently, then, you know, 
go west, young <laughs> Meowth. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> That's pretty good. For the 90s kids. Yeah, right? In the crowd. So how, in your opinion, how is the Pittsburgh music scene? I mean, the Pittsburgh music scene is definitely has a great foundation of really hardworking and talented people working in it. But it's definitely very divided. And I think divided in what way? Well, it's it's divided um, along genre lines. And it's it's hard to say that that, you know, it's 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 hard to categorize it in ways that 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 i think are are more respectful to um the the real problems that cause the scene to be the way it is because i think a lot of people really want to break it up uh by like the types of people and their different scenes and and these these close-knit communities and want to frame it as people who don't want to work with each other but i don't think that's true i think I think a lot of the people in Pittsburgh who are very talented um, across genre barriers and across just like barriers of community would love to work together. But what, the, do, you, what do you think is missing? I think the thing that's missing is that there are forces in this universe and specifically in this system of government that have pushed people um, away from each other. Uh, both literally and socially. Uh, you know, there's three or so tech companies that control all of social media, specifically, like, I mean, Twitter <laughs> is run by a man who who seems very, very, very likely to be a white supremacist. <laughs> and you ask yourself, well, then... All the people on Twitter who are fighting each other um, over, you know, you know, whether to leave Pittsburgh, whether to, to get on Pittsburgh, all of those people are pouring their hearts into this thing and they're passionate about it. But at the end of the day, we're being controlled by the system that lets us, forces us to exist in this microcosm of being angry to each other because being angry to each other is profitable. And then... That's the social sense, but in the literal sense, you know, Pittsburgh's a city that has been heavily gentrified, and you look at the way Pittsburgh has changed since the 80s, and and I didn't get to be around, but I know how to read books and get information from people. Uh, <laughs> communities that were once incredibly tight-knit, um, especially people of color, black people, and just a lot of the queer scenes too in Pittsburgh that used to be here have been pushed away and forced to be closed and tight knit and off in the periphery. And you ask yourself, well, why can't all these people just come together? Um, but the answer to that is getting involved in making real human connections with people and really reaching out to people in your community, trying to get organized and, and work for real conscious change. And like, whether that's for you, whether that's an issue of, of like your neighborhood or your music scene, the answer is always going to be making real like human connections with people and trying to break up these systems of power 
that force us to all be in these little groups hating each other. And until we stop being a bunch of little groups hating each other, this is how everything's going to be, not just a music scene, not just a neighborhood, you know? <laughs> I totally know what you mean. I think I think America as a whole is suffering from a lack of empathy. You look at someone like... Uh, I've been wanting to talk about, about 21 Savage lately. Someone who who speaks out about immigration control yeah. live on air in a freestyle. Uh, and three days later, they get him in a targeted attack. And what are people doing on the internet? They're making jokes about it. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, sure... Like, we can just keep going down this path over and over and over and over again. But maybe, maybe someday you're going to have to ask yourself, like, what does it mean to live in a society? What does it mean to genuinely care that other people do okay? I've been wrong before What role do you see art in having to help break down those barriers? I think art is so important. It's not the most important thing in the world. I mean, if I were to have to say what's probably most important, it's probably just community organizing. But art is so important, too, because right. art provides catharsis. You can fight and fight and fight all day long until it burns the skin off your back. But when the sun goes down, everybody needs to have a beer or smoke a joint and listen to some like good tunes and just relax. And I think to bring this all back, one of the reasons I decided to make uh, Prince X have a little bit more creative poetry to how I present the issues that I face that I talk about in my music is because I want to have that catharsis too. Sure. Like at the end of the day, a lot of the just fern songs were about trauma and all the bad things in the world. And I would write about like love and stuff through the window of like writing about trauma first and foremost but the big sea change for me in the way that I used to write music versus what I've started doing now and what I think I'm probably going to do for a long time is that now I write about love and positive connections and good things. And through that lens, I often look at the bad things that are going on. But what caused that? Where did that come from? Where I had a, did, I had a panic this? attack on Christmas. Literally really? on Christmas Day, I had a panic attack. I got home from from a red eye to to Boston. Um, I was working a lot. I had had a. I I I didn't even have enough of enough like muscle relaxers to to relax. I was working so much at this restaurant at the time, and um, 
I get home 3 a.m. and I just have the biggest panic attack in the world. And while I'm having it, I just like reach this 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 new level of like of like understanding fear and like being able to lean into fear and like not just feel it but understand it. And understanding fear is like so much more than experiencing it. And that night I wrote Terrified and then wow <laughs> went to see my family the next day. So <laughs> <laughs> And then that kind of changed the whole way yeah. you approach songwriting. Yeah, that was that was that was a real moment of, of sea change for me because Can you I, can you expand upon the point you made about understanding fear being so much different than experiencing it? I I believe in in the idea that like everything has some sort of opposite because there's just infinite space in the universe, infinite capacity for 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 experiencing emotions and 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 things. I think everything has an opposite in some way and I think opposites often look very similar. And so for example, like, what if everything went wrong and what if everything went right are the same emotion? Okay. They're both inherently an anxiety, but one of them takes an anxiety and pushes it in a positive direction, and one of them takes an anxiety and pushes it in a negative direction. I feel the same way about fear. I feel that... Do you feel we have control over that? Which way it gets pushed? I think so. I think that... Fear is something that that if you understand why you're afraid, it unlocks an ability to like recognize that you're having an emotion but not let it crush you and figure out how, well, if I'm here in this heightened state, what can I do? what are what are my options here uh, and not necessarily just feeling the emotion and immediately cowering away I, I i feel like accepting the emotions you feel even the bad ones and giving them the respect they deserve that i mean that's at least offered me a new perspective on on things like like having anxiety and uh and like like being occasionally depressed and and how just how I write about bad things. That sounds really powerful. I, I like hope a powerful so. Powerful experience. <laughs> I just I just I don't want to write about bad things from like the perspective of like, oh, this sucks for me. Uh even though that could be cathartic to someone else listening to it. Definitely. I think that's cathartic for a lot of people. Right. Um I know like like Jeff Rosenstock and AJJ are like great like like really lean into it like cathartic in that way but i think for me the difference between what i used to write and the stuff that i'm writing now versus going to release is just i need to look at the world through a lens of love even if it's like looking at things i i don't like why don't i like them and it's the reasons i don't like something are usually because i love something else and and it just feels like a 
uh, a more relaxing and chill way to take things, even when times are so hard. You it's know? a very mindful approach. I hope so. <laughs> it's sad. No, it is. It is, and I don't think that's easy. I think that's, you know, it's hard to kind of always keep those emotions in check and that kind of mindfulness about not just experiencing the emotion, but why you're experiencing it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We got pretty deep there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, this has I'm been just, a great this I'm a worried great I'm going to wake up from the nap I took at, like, 6 p.m. and have to go to this thing, like... I'm just waiting for this to evolve in a dream. Oh, you're like, like we haven't done it? No, this is very real. This is very real. Either that or I am also my own dream person. Maybe. And, and, but it's real to me, so okay, either really way. <laughs> but uh, no, this has been great. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate of it. Of course, of course. Is there anything um, you want to plug before we get out of here? Prince X Smile is out now. You can stream it. Everywhere. Spotify title. Apple song terrified is great if you love lo-fi Spanish hip-hop <laughs> I know I do all right cool Mag Romero thanks for coming on thank you so much for having me let's talk again soon I'm so terrified I'm your mess tonight be your fucked up that's a wrap on our conversation with Mags Romero. Thank you again to Mags for coming in. I genuinely had a great time conversing. Can't wait to see what she's got next for us. Loved that new track. If you are listening to this early enough, if you are an early adopter, her next show is June 15th in Market Square for the Deutschtown Goes Downtown. That is Deutschtown Music Festival giving you a little preview playing in Market Square on June 15th. She is playing at 530 it's a Saturday, I believe. Go check it out. We are Soundcheck PGH. I am the same. I'm your boy. I am, my name is Jack Doherty. Our producer is Noah Broad. You can find us on social media at Soundcheck PGH on Twitter, on Facebook. You can uh, listen to us. We are on Spotify, baby. We've made it. We're on iTunes. We're in Google. We're everywhere. Leave us a review. Leave us a five-star rating if you like what we're doing. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming up. Got no dinero, got no